Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Thank you, dear listener, for being with us. As promised, after your inspiration, now we're going to get some practical tips, some useful uh, information, so get your... uh, number two pencils in your and your composition books ready because we're going to learn a lot and there may be a quiz at the end. Uh, Jay Izzo is uh, a man who works in the field of social media. He's written a book called Got Social Mediology where he creates uh, this meme, this idea, this thought, uh, this name of social mediology. He's a the internet doctor, he's known as, he's a nationally recognized expert on the psychology of social media. He's been on many, many, many programs where you've probably heard of, uh, heard him comment on something about the way we live and the way our social media is working. We're delighted to welcome to our, him to our microphone. Hello, sir. Hello, Christopher. Thanks for having me back on. Thanks for being had. Hey, uh, look around outside. Where are you today? I am in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it's snowing like crazy here. Oh, man, get out. Get out. It is, it is coming down so hard. <laughs> I'm glad I'm talking to you so I don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, spring is just around the corner, Jay. It's hang in there, brother. Thank um, you, brother. Appreciate that. You have, uh, you've worked with everyone from Wall Street to college athletes, uh, all sorts of people, corporate executives, to understand the psychology behind social media to develop our personal or our brand recognition. Um, what's, what's the number one thing? If you could wave your magic wand, if you could speak from the you know, heavens and get everybody to stop doing one thing, what's the thing we're mostly doing wrong? We are so selfish that we want to say what we want to say because we believe that our freedom of speech is so important to us what we don't understand on social media is that while we do have freedom of speech, we do not have freedom of consequences. Mm. We really strongly urge people that before they post anything, that you think about what the potential consequences could be before you decide that your free speech is that important to you. Mm. So this is interesting, and it leads us to a political discussion. But before we do that, I want to uh, pen- swing the pendulum the other way. What's the number one thing that people, uh, you would have people start doing or continue doing? What's the one thing people are either doing right or is the right thing to do in some yeah. way? Yeah. Stop spending money on advertising, thinking that that's going to help your business and start building relationships through these platforms. Be un- as understanding them as cultures rather than simply as a platform, that these are places that have their own unique language and their own unwritten rules, norms, and expectations. And if you, like if you were in a foreign country, if you do things well, build relationships, those relationships turn into not only great things for you personally, but also become business and become referrals for your business. Beautiful. So it's important to respond to humans and say things and like and and comment and reply, not just sort of become a factory of here's my here's my latest uh pimple and here's my latest breakfast and all that stuff yeah well i tell you know i tell businesses whether you're 
your own business like I am on my own brand or whether you're a coach, you know, why don't you spend more time commenting on other people's stuff rather than trying to figure out what you're going to write? Why don't you jump into their world first before you start worrying about your world? Because you find that you're going to get a far greater return by being a part of someone else's social, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it may be. You're going to get so much more because we're people that need people and we respond well to that. And so respond to people. Don't worry about what you're going to write. Why don't you focus more on what you can say to encourage or to like or to share something that someone else has said that's important or important to them. Beautiful. Okay. Well, let's go back a step to the political world. So one of the things I heard in your sort of admonishment to be mm-hmm. less self, to be less selfish and to sort of look at the consequences of our actions sure. more and more, at least in my world of social media, uh, people are polarizing themselves into two teams, you know, the red team and the blue team. And then we stop listening to the other team and we just yeah. talk to people on our team. Is that, um, is this a good idea from a brand perspective? No. Matter of fact, what I tell every brand is never be polarizing. And which means that you need to stay away from, if you're a brand, stay away from the political posting. It's just not going to serve you any good. And I'll tell you why. Do you care whether your client is blue or red? Well, you're probably asking the wrong guy because I have an opinion about everything. But your your point is, if they're your client, you don't you're not like saying to half the country, "Hey, I don't want to I don't want to do business." <laughs> right, right. Well, so I live in a I live in the state of North Carolina, which, by the way, the number one god in North Carolina, I believe, is basketball. Right. Okay. <laughs> So we have to be very careful even – I tell people here, you need to be very careful like about posting your NC State or your University of North Carolina or your Duke or your Wake Forest. Yeah, the minute you because, say go Blue Devils, you've lost three quarters. Lost, yes, it's so true. And then we have the ABC crowd here in North Carolina, which is anybody but Carolina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So – uh, you have that group where you alienate two-thirds. So you have to be very careful whenever you're dealing with polarizing content because you're going to alienate people. And that's never good for business because we do not want to alienate potential consumers. And, you know, Christopher, you said something. You know, much of this polarized content seems to separate us. Right. And if we're going to get – if we're going to come together – then the last thing we should be doing as a business, we should be probably part of the catalyst of bringing us together, not bringing, not pushing us further apart. So don't, don't let your business do that. I love that. One more note on that. And then I'll get off it. I promise is, um, is I'm surprised when you see polls like real polls that are done, not from a political standpoint, uh, of Americans, about 75 to 80% of us agree on the major issues even though we seem to be on different teams or different parties or whatever it is, right? But if right. you ask people about, like, any of our major issues, you know, the environment or the climate or whatever, about 80% of us see it the same way, and yet right. we're somehow dividing ourselves. All right. Yeah, it's the emotions right. <laughs> that get in the way. Let's, let's talk about something that people don't normally, you know, a, a lot of people, including myself, get into what's wrong. 
Let's talk about what's gone well. In the last year or so, this is a good time to look back over the last year, have there been positive changes in the social media world? Oh, there's been several that I really, really am excited about. Uh, a very simple one that I think is a really great change is Twitter going from 140 characters to 280 characters. I think that's going to open up communication and make Twitter more social hmm. rather than you know just a media site where people are just posting you know, media information and we're just getting out stuff. So I think that's a good thing. But I'll tell you the biggest piece is what LinkedIn is doing. Ever since Microsoft purchased LinkedIn for $26.5 billion, they have really done some really cool things. Let me just give you a couple. A lot of people didn't know this, but there is actually a student portal called students.linkedin.com where students can find paid internships they can get internships right directly in their field. They don't have to compete against senior level people and they can get their first job from this portal. And they're really, really focused on helping these students be able to move into their careers. With that, LinkedIn has recently offered a mentoring program. So if you're interested in a particular field, you can actually find a mentor who's been in the field for a long time and they will answer questions for you and help you understand what you need to know, uh, what kind of education you might need, what kinds of other things that you might need to be successful in that business. And it's both of these are just so cool, and I could not be more excited for what LinkedIn is doing in terms of helping the next generation become professionals and getting them to understand what it's going to take to be successful. So those are just a few of the positive things that are happening right now in social media that I am so excited about because I think we're doing something really great for our future. Man, that is great. Thanks. Um, what about, I'm going to have to ask you, you know, in this negative world, what about some of the things that have gotten worse or that, have, um, that you're not excited about? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's from a platform standpoint so much as it is from the human standpoint. You know, social mediology is a term I created, which is the study of social media from the psychological perspective of the user and the social, the sociological, social, psychological, and cultural aspect of each platform. And so I study not just the platforms themselves or the cultures as I like to refer to them, but I also study human usage of them. Mm -hmm. And I am probably more disturbed by what I see humans doing with these platforms. Like I am disturbed greatly when uh, there was a story that was printed last year that a young lady by the name of Danny Mathers, who happened to be a Playboy uh, bunny, I guess, in the Playboy Mansion, I think she was, and she was in the L.A. Uh, fitness club, the the you know the big one where all the stars go, and she's on Snapchat and she takes a picture of a naked seventy year old woman, and it literally says, "If I can't unsee this, neither can you," and of course she got kicked out of the club. But this is the type of thing that is disturbing to me. Yeah. Uh, the you know Instagram has been rated by far. There's not even a close second as the most narcissistic platform, and it's it's those type of things that disturb me. That we're so into me that we're not able to see the other side of people, and and that disturbs me probably greater than anything else. Yeah, there's something about common decency or respect or kindness there that seems to be yeah. missing right it's 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 that thing where we get autonomy and we get to then sort of somehow be a jerk 
<laughs> well, it, it, and not only that, though, Christopher, uh, I'm, I was speaking on a radio program, and I was talking that just a couple weeks ago, a 14-year-old young lady from Minnesota um, posts a naked picture of herself oh. to a boy, okay, and gets across to all the school. But she's being charged with fourteen. This fourteen-year-old girl being charged with distributing child pornography. So not only is she the victim, but she's also the perpetrator. Mm. So this, yeah. yeah. So so this is, and this is a real problem. And I was just speaking to the North Carolina Principal Fellows Program. This is the uh, the the best of the best who are going to be principals. And I was speaking to them, and you know, I was telling educators and even employers, if you do not have a social media policy in place now when something bad happens it's too late and and sadly that's the thing that i'm having to talk about more probably more and more with companies and and corporations is what's your what's your policy how are you going to handle this what if what if what if somebody does any one of these things how what 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 is your response going to be how are you going to handle that publicly how are you going to deal with that internally? How are you going to deal with that externally? What are the going to pieces? Because if you don't have a plan, because it's going to happen. I'm just telling people that expect the inevitable. And, but if you don't have a plan for it, it's too late. And that, that's, the, that's the part of my job right now, the part of me writing and talking to, to folks right now is that I'm having to tell them what are you going to do to be prepared. It's something that's critically important, and we need to every we need to shout it from the rooftops. Everybody needs to know that. Let's drill down a little bit. People may be listening who are looking and hungry for tips for themselves. If somebody's just starting out, what's the number one tip or the the sort of most important pieces that you give them to when they're just starting out in a business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, first, yeah. First of all, know your demographics and psychographics. It's the first thing I say to everybody because you don't have to be on all the platforms. See, the biggest mistake that I think that businesses get from the social media, quote unquote, guru, strategist, experts, or whatever they are, the, the first thing is, is they feel like they have to be on all of it. Right. And, and you just don't. You need to be where your clients are. And, and once you have that, once you've narrowed it down, and maybe, it, and for the most part, it's probably LinkedIn and Facebook. I mean, it really, it really is. Maybe Instagram, depending on, you know, what, who you're working with. But once you've narrowed that down, then start working in their world. Know the language, right? I mean, if if you're on Facebook, for instance, stop promoting your business because Facebook, we connect as friends. So you need to be a friend first. You know, if you're on LinkedIn, it's a professional, it's a professional culture. So and now it's kind of more business casual, but you, you, you need to connect as the professional as you are there, but you need to be a friend on Facebook. Clear. And so, so you, you need to understand that culture. And then what I want to tell them, and I hope that people understand this when I say this, be authentic, meaning, meaning it's, it's okay if you happen to like a really good pizza at your favorite restaurant and take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really okay if that's authentically who you are and you really love it. People love passion. So we, we want to be around passionate people. And if you're really passionate about this pizza and you're this outstanding business coach, my gosh, who doesn't want to talk about pizza? If you love dogs, 
People will connect over dogs. As human beings, we will connect with each other on a business level, not over the way you do business, but because of the person that you are. So be that. Because that's going to give you the most success on social media. I promise you. And then be consistent and committed to it. Because just because it's not working right now or you feel it's not working, stay with it. Because that's what relationships take. They take commitment and they take consistency. And as you develop those, you're going to get plenty of rewards and benefits from it. I promise you. I asked our prior guest for one social media tip as a lead into this segment. And he said the exact same thing. Stick with it. You know, those people who become uh, viral sensations overnight, that's not you. You and I are people who will sit there and we will comment and reply and talk to people and develop relationships. And that's how we get big is the the viral sensations are one-hit wonders, right? And rare and few between. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> far yeah, and well, few between are rare. It's far and few between. And it's rare. And and by the way, the strangest things go viral, by the way. Right? It's, it's, it's really unpredictable. I actually have a video. This is a true story, Christopher. I have a video on YouTube that when I had my left knee replaced, mm-hmm. that I did, I, I actually videotaped the first day of rehab and the second day of rehab. And then it just got too much. It was too overwhelming to do the rehab and film it. Yeah, sure. The first day has over a quarter of a million views. That's crazy. All the people looking at uh, at uh, knee replacement surgery, or you think these are just I, people who enjoy pain? Or <laughs> I mean, they're watching my first day of them taking out stitches and yeah. doing all sorts of crazy stuff, and they're watching. And it's over a quarter of a million people watching my first day of of being physical therapy, and. I know that I've had hospitals from all over, right. you know, all over the country contact me and say, can we use your video? And I'm like, sure. But I have all sorts of people who have, who evidently, you know, have thought about doing surgery or know somebody that was and wanted to know what's it going to be like. And, and isn't know. that crazy? Right. Isn't that crazy? And yeah, that and crazy. Pizza Rat. Yeah, we got millions of people between <laughs> the two. All right. Let's, well, you know what that brings up for me is that story sure. and the story about the 14-year-old girl brings up all kinds of concerns because I'm a parent. Sure. Is there, are, the, are there tips or, or admonishments or training you can give us for parents who, yeah. you know, we're going to be concerned about giving our kids any kind of device because instantly they're on social media? So, first of all, parents, if you're listening to me and my voice right now and you have young ones and you're going to get ready to deal with social media, let me explain that you are never going to be popular with your children with the decisions you're about to make with social media because it is so much easier to restrict it early and loosen later than it is to loosen early and then try to restrict it later. Because uh, once, you, once you've opened up the gates to social media, it is very hard to pull back the reins on that horse, so to speak. So be restrictive, really, really restrictive. There are all sorts of third-party apps now that you can monitor your children's social media content and what they do. I really suggest that you look at them and investigate a number of them. Some of them are really, really good so that you can watch uh, my my um, cousin has a daughter, and they actually share their accounts on social media, so she knows exactly what her daughter's doing because they ha- it's a shared account between the two of them. So I really love that idea with her young daughter. I think it's really really great. And then I got I got to tell you, 
I was a child, and so were you, Christopher, and I didn't always listen to my parents. Matter of fact, when my parents would talk, it was like the teacher from Charlie Brown, if wah, people remember wah, that. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> but I would listen to my neighbor's wisdom. And so sometimes if you can, sometimes there are people that you need to take advantage of who are fun and funny. And, and, and I try to be that way with kids when I talk to college kids and, and even high school kids about social media, I try to be fun and funny and yet warn them about not only the dangers, but also the good things like the LinkedIn's and things like that, take advantage of that for the future when I go speak. So try to go look, search the internet. There's a lot of really good people that go and speak and, and, and that your kids can listen to that they'll probably glean from that won't come from you. And so I really recommend that you do that. And then, you know what, parents, parenting isn't easy. So I need you to sometimes practice tough love. You're going to have to do the things that you don't want to do in order to demonstrate how much you just love your child. And that's part of parenting. And it's a hard part of parenting because that's not what we want to do with our kids. But you got to make the hard choices, but when you do make the hard choices for your children, you're doing the best thing for them. So keep that in mind all the time, and that'll probably help you get through this for a while. Because chances are, the smarter they're going to be smarter than you when it comes to social media. So they're still going to find a way around it. But at least you can walk away going, "You know, I did everything that I possibly could." Really great words. All right. Well, our time is flying by. We've got about just a couple more minutes. Sure. Uh, let's do a couple of rapid fire ones. You ready? All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, s- social media stars of the last year or so. What are some memorable uh, things from social media for the last year? Uh, let's see. I think Twitter is a star for increasing right. everything. I think from a personal standpoint, I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was a star hmm. using Instagram with his estranged son that he had uh, and they were in Germany with their leader hosen on and he was having a beer with his son. And I thought that was one of the most awesome ways to use Instagram that I'd ever seen. 16 year old man from Australia who used Instagram to explode his donut making business as a young entrepreneur, I thought was one of the most star struck things I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think uh, even though people will not agree with me on this, Actually, the way this current president has cleverly, you know, in, even in his craziness, has used this this social media to his advantage, like it or not, it's really was clever, and it's been very effective for him. So I think, you know, even if I don't necessarily agree with everything he writes out there, he's actually used it quite well, and That's I have it. to give him. Yeah, we certainly talk about him a lot. Um, sure. But Jay, as just a reminder, you told us at the top of the of the segment not to. Talk about controversial things. Let's go the other way. Rapid fire. Uh, you got about 30 seconds for this. What are the big stupids of the year? You're, you're going to turn oh, social media gosh. stupid. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Danny Mathers. Snapchat is social media stupid. People who invested in Snapchat were just <laughs> stupid because <laughs> it's going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, the, the Over and over, the, the, the different people who are posting naked pictures of themselves on Snapchat, not thinking that anybody's going to see it because it disappears in 24 hours then I have to, you know, again, you can throw our president in there too because he's done a lot of social media stupid too. So uh, I would throw that in there. I would um, I would also say that the, the celebrity, more celebrities have just said more dumb things than we'll ever see. 
uh, on, that we've ever seen in the past year on a variety of things. We have also seen just a plethora of uh, the young lady in Texas who, you know, is driving down the road. She's lifting up her shirt to Snapchat her boyfriend, and she rear ends a car. So, I mean, there, yeah, so th- these are many of the stupid things right, that we've seen. So, well, uh, 30 seconds. Let's let everybody know what's the best way to reach you and find out more if they want more uh, tips and, and more of your expertise. Yeah, well, I'm the only registered trademark as the Internet doctor. So if you see Google me up and there's an R with a circle around it, you know that's me. But also you can find my book, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and it comes in all forms, iBooks, iTunes, Audible, Kindle, Nook, Great. Uh, so, hardcover. Yeah. yeah, And the book is Got Social Media that you can find them on the web at Social Mediology. Sorry, Got Social Mediology. Social Mediology. That's S-O-C-I-A-L-M-E-D-I-O-L-O-G-Y. Social Mediology. Jay Izzo, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. That's the Internet Doctor, and that's another edition of The Coaching Show. Take all those tips and use them, and then come back, because we'll be with you each and every week, bringing you people out on the cutting edge or the useful edge of uh, coaching and the related things. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Nowadays, Internet devices are an integral part of your home. Everyone in your family has a smartphone, tablet, or a computer. Life is easier knowing that all your devices are secured and your family can surf the Internet carefree. ESET Multi-Device Security Pack does just that. One license for all your devices. With ESET, it's simple to stay protected and save money. Enjoy safer technology with ESET Multi-Device Security Pack at ESET.com. That's E-S-E-T dot com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine? but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. 
Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 